calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Subscribe on iTunes at Toddcast Podcast. You have the most visits of any of any podcast guest. I think it's at like six. Wow, has it been that many? I think it, <laughs> I think it's been that many. It's it's been at least once a year. That's been fun to do. That's for sure. So I'm uh, I'm into my sixth year, dude. Yeah, that's crazy. Which you is got, insane. It's massive hits there too. Your uh, Toddhackon.ca there. Oh, six million. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Visits yeah. in, since we launched it, which is uh, again, that's for me. I, I I never in a million years thought I'd even get a hundred yeah you know visits a day yeah the hard hard work pays off man let alone three four five thousand a day it's yeah. uh, it's insane it's, and, and, and if like say if um you know if I do a story about Alice in Chains and they share that story on Twitter or Facebook to their following that's amazing too my numbers go from like three to four thousand a day to like ten thousand fifteen thousand yeah. twenty thousand people visit the website in a day it's well, it's a holy shit moment because Alice in Chains is sharing your right. stats. It's like, like holy, holy fuck. shit. And it's yeah. happened. That's why the numbers are like that. It's happened every once in a while over the years, right? Like Kruger, awesome. man. When, when yeah. I went to Chad's place and did the uh, the Toddcast there, yeah. you know, that, I mean, I, I think it was like 5,000 plays within like seven That's minutes cool. or something like that. You know, it was like insane. It was one of those yeah. like, holy crap, imagine if my podcasts were always like that. Because, you know, Nickelback fans are rabid, man. Yeah. Rabbit. They're they're rabid. Uh, yeah, yeah, true loyal fans too, right? So yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Well, awesome, man. Killer. Yeah. yeah. Well, well it's it's nice to it's <laughs> nice to have you, I guess. Long and long and short. Of course, you uh Mr. Tequila in studio, a longtime sports loudmouth for my radio show when I was doing the afternoons at Seafox. Uh six or seven years there. So we're probably we're definitely into double digits. We're probably yes. twelve years of yeah. uh, doing a, a show here and there. A couple yeah. two two, three times maybe a, a me year. rambling uh incoherently. Yeah. Uh, and it many looks times. And it looks like you're you're fully in garb <laughs> of the Vancouver Canucks. So I think well, that's where like this is where I'm like, why are we not video recording this? I gotta get my minions on that. But um Okay, so I just got cable. Yeah. And I've obviously over over the years alive and had cable now for like six or seven, eight years, kinda of long time. But I've kept up, right? I, you know, obviously talking yeah. with the boys that watch the game lots and I'll, I'll see like highlights and, and whatever, but, uh, I get it on, um, Saturday morning in time to watch Saturday's game, to watch Sunday's game, to watch back-to-back losses. Yeah. Ouch. So 
where do you want to go with the Canucks, man? I'm obviously, you know, <laughs> well, they, that's not them. That's not the team yeah. this year. But uh, wow, what a shitty run. Shitty, shitty run. Bad goaltending. Like, oh man. Well, that Jesus. That goal that Nash scored though was like, dude had what do you say? Like maybe like a, a size of a bread loaf. On, you know what I mean? Like yeah. he didn't have much. It was a fucking rad shot. Yeah. But that, as soon as that happened, what's the but tender's just, name we, again? Um, well, that was Domingue. That, that that's one, right. Yeah. Yeah. Domingue. Uh, I think that once that happened and then of course they take the penalty. Yeah. Stupid penalties. There was a, yeah, it was a sequence of events that led to all that. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't like Dom played Dom penalty, Brandon Sutter. What, what are you doing? Roussel, what are you doing? Roussel, usually I love a guy like Roussel. Right. He's been sinking us the last couple of games. It's like, mm. well, we got perfectly good guys like this McEwen kid sitting in the stands. Throw him in there. Look what he did. He fight right away. That's what you need when they, like, say if the goalie lets in a, a shitty goal, first shot of the game like Demko did, that's mm. where you need a guy like McEwen to step over the bench, fucking run somebody, right. shake the team up without Green have to freak out and call time out, right? A guy like McEwen, he can you know, influence the game just with his physicality. Right? Mm-hmm. And then a lot of people say, you know, that goal that you were talking about there, yeah. specifically Demko, you know, if he's standing up, which he probably should have yeah. been, that go- doesn't go in. Well, the one they even Matthew scored on him there on Saturday, that was like, dude, like these were like the first couple shots of the game that deflates your team. Doesn't matter what team you have. Connor McDavid would have a hard time with that being down two nothing mm. within the first couple shots of the game, the first period. Wow! And what right? a goal Connor McDavid had! Did you see wow. those highlights? Uh, I can't remember what team he was playing, but I mean, he's, he's, he's got a highlight every week. There's something with him. Just watch him. And, like and, to see that guy in person. Have you seen him in person? No, wow! Never dude. have. Fastest guy I've ever seen. Like I, I thought, Patrick Kane was the fastest guy I've ever seen. I've seen watching him, him a couple times. He's fast, right? He's super McDavid fast, right? blows him away. Wow. Right? Like that's all you're watching. You're just watching him, but greatest player. I just can't see him, you know, if they don't do well in the playoffs or they get bounced or even miss the playoffs because the division's so tight, how long is he going to be saying, I'm only going to stay in Edmonton, right? Wasn't there a guy on the team that has more points than him? Well, Dracidal. Yeah. That's that right, guy, that well, guy. Another guy is a wicked guy that turned into a wicked goal scorer, but they properly developed the kid too, though, right? Like they didn't, he wasn't like McDavid just come right in. It was a couple of years building in the minors and then slowly put him in the lineup. Right. And right. he's just taken off. Like he's for sure going to be one well, most valuable player in NHL. I would think this, mm. this year more than McDavid, but the Canucks, everyone's screaming about green and like green. I don't know. I wasn't, a, I wasn't a fan of green when we got him, but now he seems to like, I wouldn't, like we shouldn't be in panic mode that we want to fire the coach. There's a couple of game losses of all of Vancouver's just fucking going crazy right now. Mm-hmm. Calling for green, calling for Benning, but Benning's made they some good are, trades. Though. Like look at this Toffoli guy. He's look, done some incredible work. He's done work. some great fucking four goals, whatever he's got already. Yeah. JT Miller, all oh, the Vancouver media. Oh, they said no. no horrible trade. Horrible trade. JT Miller, leading scorer of the Vancouver Canucks. He's beating uh, Pedersen. He's got like 60, 68 points. And, um. Wow. But like. The fans, what the fans got to think about it, first round pick. Yeah. You, you don't want to be giving away those too many times. Right. But first round pick that pick for 2020 or 2021, by the time that player gets in the NHL, we're talking like three to five years. So right. we're getting a guy right now that's helping put us in the playoffs right today, which is the goal. You want to make the playoffs. Right. Doesn't matter if you get bounced in the first round. People say, oh, what the fuck's the point of making playoffs? You're just going to get bounced. Fuck. You want to get yeah, to the playoffs to get that experience. You feel, even if you feel the loss, you get Oh, you get fired up, summer training, those guys are going hard. Fuck that. We're going to get harder. those guys yeah. and they want it more, right? Look at the 2011 Vancouver Canucks, right? Look at how many times lost against the Chicago. And then finally they just said, fuck this. We got to do something. And they finally beat them, right? right? 
this team isn't that far off from that. Like all these picks are starting to hit now. Quinn Hughes, look at this guy. This guy's like, oh, Hughes. he could be like the next wow. Bobby Orr. Look how good this skater this kid is. He, he really is. Our, He's our team really good, man. Really like really looks good. Despite those two losses over this past weekend, the, our team yeah, really Yeah, he's still good. He, and he should have been on the ice more last night. Right. Right? What are you sitting here? He is our best defenseman. The kid's our best defenseman, hands down. Right. Even offensively and defensively, he's still getting the puck. Right. Right? He should be on the ice in the, the last couple of minutes. He's sitting on the bench and you got a couple other bums out there, like even Edler. So, but anyhow, like like I was saying about Vancouver Canucks last year, this was only going to be one more year of pain, which was last year. That's right. what I said last year. It was, you did. In fact, right? if, I, you know, if I had my shit together, I, <laughs> I could probably even find you saying so, that. I Notice how saying. I am wearing the garb. That's what Dude, you're, you're saying. You're fully decked out, man. Wearing you the got garb. the jersey, you got the ball cap. And when did we last roll. wear the garb? Nobody has been wearing anything the last five years because it's been painful. You know, I do painful. rock my Canucks ball cap still. I still rock. I got the uh, same style as you, except for it's black. Well, still a fan, even though those five years were rough. Like, I'm always a fan. I love the Canucks no matter what. True fan will always stay, but it was painful. Yeah. You know, you didn't really, too, you weren't rushing to go tune into the game to know that they were going to get killed. Especially with guys like Jason Magna and all these, like, <laughs> Willie Desjardins coaching. Like, awful. Absolute mm-hmm. awful crap. Now... Uh, Banning's put us in position with these important players he's brought in that all of a sudden, fuck, boom, we ain't just rebuilding now. We're fucking going to go for it. Mm-hmm. So, and even look the next two years, we still got two young snipers still, still coming. This Niles Hoglander kid, mm-hmm. he's the guy who's scoring those lacrosse style goals where they pick up the puck and they just dump it in the net. He's got like three of them this year. That guy's going to be in the Vancouver Canucks next year. That's pretty awesome. And even the Russian sniper, the first round pick from last year, yeah, he's going to be in the lineup. Well, you start taking away those so, those uh, salaries, and you start opening up, uh, you know, the playing field and yes. the, to pick and choose and pick, you know cherry pick some of these key players, right? Well, especially on a, on a entry level contracts, that's how you win. You got you have your big salary players, the Pedersen or whoever. They, they, they make the, all the salaries and then you got to surround them with entry level players that actually do something. Right. So you get guys like, look at Hughes. And watch what, him shine. What's Hughes making? Hughes is making 900 grand a year. Look what he's doing. So that's what you need. A couple more guys like that. He's doing that because he knows when he does it like that, <laughs> that that number is changing. <laughs> he knows he's going to get 10 to 15 million a season yeah. when his contract's up. That's all, why. All of those guys, yeah. you know, they all play like, with, you know, like they should. And especially like, in contract years, they always play as best. They always they play as, yeah. but man, they should yeah. always play like. They that. should always play like play that. Yes. For it. Yeah, yeah. No, you're making I, I get it. millions of dollars, yeah. man. Yeah. Well, and that's what they were. That was the knock against uh, Toffoli there uh, because he was in a contract year. He's really trying, but he look what team he was on. He's on LA. They did win the Stanley Cup, but he's, he had tough years too. Like last couple of years have been shit. Right. So he's still going to try, right? So of course, look what happens. He gets put with some good players, and he turns out to be a sniper. And just to think that we got Brock Besser still coming. Right. On top of don't, that. Don't forget right? about don't that. Don't forget about that guy. That guy's right. still, before he got hurt, 16 goals and he was barely playing, right? So right. he's still coming back. It, but he'll, Markstrom. He'll be on the line with the Horvat. Yes, with the Horvat. Again. But Markstrom, we lost Markstrom, huge blow. Yeah. Like Markstrom, he's an older goalie, but finally has come around because he hasn't been that good the last couple of years either, right? Right. It's taken him that long to get, become a, a number one elite goalie because that's what he is. I would say he's our MVP before he got hurt. And, and he's out for the season? Well, he's still out for a couple more weeks. He got that injury against Boston. Like, look at that what, game. What was it? I didn't know. It was, it was a knee problem, but it's not like a torn ACL or something. I think it's a mild, uh, what do they call it? A mild sprain or something, but enough that they so might they're have waiting. to. 
And Demko's holding the fort down. Like Demko's got to hold the fort down. Yeah. Which and, when, and Buddy when, from last night was pretty good too. I thought until, Domingue was okay for it because we had to do something as yeah. soon as they knew that Markstrom was out. That's right. why they traded to get this guy just in case Demko can't handle it. And right. by the looks of it, he can't. Not everybody can just throw their uh, Zamboni driver in the game. <laughs> that was awesome. Do you know that that uh, was like the best thing ever. That was the best thing that ever happened to hockey. Was like that was awesome. Right? I loved that. That was awesome. How incredible is that? What is, what's what's the luck for that guy, Steve Ayers? Steve Ayers or David Ayers. They got his hockey stick in the Hall of Fame already, right? Really? But the, yeah, the Hockey Hall of Fame where <laughs> he got his stick, awesome. right? So Yeah, well, his his wife actually does some blogging for the Dean Blundell Network that I'm part of. Oh, yeah? So, of course, she's well, She's going to get like, lots of hits now. Fucking madman. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was insane. Yeah. Like, she was getting thousands and thousands of retweets and... You know, See, likes and shares and everything else. The and NHL just said that there, because there was calls to change that rule because there's so, if you think about the hockey market, especially in Toronto, there's got to be at least 200 goalies right. that are either junior or playing senior hockey, university hockey that could, that are better than heirs. That could do that it. That could do it. Or that believe that they could do it. Yeah. And then they just kind of made this rule where I guess it just, it's worked every, every time. I don't know in Vancouver, the guy who got thrown in, but he didn't get in. He got into the game, but didn't get in, uh, to game. Right. Right. It was that guy from UBC was sitting on the bench? Yeah. He was sitting on the bench. So yeah, when, when Hedberg got hurt, he was, was almost yeah. going to have to go in. That was as close as anybody got. Besides there was one other guy too, that in Chicago that got in, that was a trainer Right. that he got in, but he was like for like uh, 30 seconds or something. That's pretty Not cool. Not two periods D- or David a period. David comes in. <laughs> he actually had to stop something. The game of his well, life. And they go Toronto. The first two shots, they just whip it by him. That's what Toronto should have been doing the whole time. You got a goalie like that, fire everything. They yeah. just weren't shooting, but still, the guy did make eight stops, man. Like, right. fucking. Holy, yeah, man. What crap. a wicked. The guy's a hero, man. I love it. I think it's a great story. And not only happens against the Leafs, I'm glad it happened to them. Yeah. Imagine if that happened to Vancouver. Oh, man. Oh. The Vancouver media here. These poor guys, man. The Maple laughs. Well, I guess Je- uh, Jeff Patterson from uh, 1040 got into it with the. Uh, Travis Green there the other day. Oh, did he? Yeah, things were getting testy. He was asking some testy questions that Green kind of barked back. Mm. You know what I mean? Well, look at it. Guys lose like that uh, a couple of games in a row. Guys aren't going to be happy. So, you right. know, you're not going to be really. And the, the way that Jeff Patterson talks, he talks like he's an NHL coach. And it's like, <laughs> Travis Green's a coach. I'm pretty mm. sure he knows what he's talking about. Right, right. right. And he, he just, I don't know. He was trying to challenge him or something. Yeah. Right. And Green kind of fucking snapped back. So that's good to see. <laughs> Right, but what happens? Hey, what happens? A big question to Canuck fans: What happens if they don't make the playoffs this year? Oh, what are the chances? Like these final of seventeen games, like guaranteed, they're not going. They're going to the seventeen games. We have got a homestand. We're gonna make the playoffs. So you have faith in this team. I know but they'll get they back. If they don't make the, if playoffs, they don't, what's going to happen? Well, I guess and, I'll start watching hockey again next year. <laughs> Seriously, well, I'm one of those guys, they, man. I'm not like I don't fuck around. I want te- I want a Canadian team to win. If the Canucks yes. are out. I won't watch. I won't watch the finals anymore. I don't care what, well, of course, what game of course. it is. And, and ultimately, I just want a Canadian team to win. Even though there's, you know, majority of American teams have the majority of them are Canadian players. Yes, I yeah. still want a Canadian a team, team to, win. Yeah. to win. As long as it's not Montreal, Toronto, Calgary, <laughs> Edmonton, Ottawa, Winnipeg. As long as it's none <laughs> of those teams. Those guys. Yeah, then we're okay. Oh right? man, because I fucking hate all of them. Even though they're Canada's team, I, I don't like them. How good is it going to be to, uh, for Seattle to have? That's going to be great. There's uh, Seattle. Right? Seattle's been a hot right hockey there. market. Look at the WHL. Seattle Thunderbirds have been there for years, and That's they right. used to be like the NHL team. Like the whole Seattle arena was packed, like fucking sixteen thousand fans for WHL. Right. That's how it was in the nineties. So 
it's not like it's not a hockey town. Look how diehard those fans are too for Seahawks, Mariners. Like it's an awesome sports city. It's like Vancouver. I love Seattle. Seattle's beautiful. Mm-hmm. The Emerald City. Yeah. I'm glad to get a hockey team. Yeah, same. You know, so yeah. every now and then you can go down and check it out, right? Who are we playing in the finals for the cup this year? Well, for for this year, I would say um, we're going to be uh, going against them. Uh, it, it'll be a Boston rematch. Mm. Oh, yeah. man, that'd be a good But one. hey, how, how can you not, did you not see that Boston game? Was that not the greatest Vancouver Canucks game in oh, a long like, time? Like a like nine three, three, three or four, yeah, yeah. Nine, yeah. three. Wow. That was amazing, especially to do that to those clowns. Anytime we can beat Boston Bruins. Feels good. That felt great, Feels man. Good. Every fan was just awesome. Like, we all loved it. Of course, it felt great. That's why I have faith in this team. Like, Markstrom, he didn't have to do a whole much that, that, that game, right? Nine right. goals. The team puts nine goals. I have faith in this team that they can do that. They put up a couple of times, six goals. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, it's only a matter of time. They have so many 20 goal scorers now. When was the last time you can say that? Been that we've got like four guys who have more than 20 goals. Yeah. Well, it's right? probably guys like that are the good West Coast Express. Um, well, maybe. Not since, not since Kessler, Burr. Yeah. Since those guys, right, right? right. Those guys were still there. Sidines yep. were just getting assists. That's why they got all the points. They weren't, they were still getting 20, 30 goals, but. Right. Guys, multiple 20 goal. If you look at all the, the, the Stanley Cup contenders, they all have guys, multi 20 goal uh, games, careers. Yeah. Right? And they're just going to get better. And they're just going to get better. So playing together, you know, start to get that. Yeah. That, that voodoo, the juju thing going yeah. on, you know, like, yeah. like, man, how'd you make that pass? How did you even know <laughs> I was going to be there, man? Yeah. That's a Pedersen. Pedersen's passes are like that. Yeah. Right. He's not even like looking. Whatever, Hughes does it too. Like, have you seen Hughes' edge work? Like when he yeah, comes around the net? Yeah, he's incredible. He's on like one leg. On, one, on his, yeah. On his inside leg. Inside like left leg, Like his skate looks yeah. weird on how he does it, but he makes it work but he and does he fools it. everybody. Yeah. And fuck, this kid is like, we're seeing about time Vancouver Canuck fans have missed a guy like this. Defenseman never had, never had a guy like this. And we got Pedersen too. We got right. all these guys like, these are some fucking good times. We'll probably see a Vancouver Canucks, Stanley Cup. Within the next couple of years, I would think. And if you think about the uh, the Stanley Cup uh, playoffs, finals, whatever, once you get in, it's a tournament. Right. You just got to win the you tournament, gotta, right? right? St. Louis proved that. It doesn't happen all the time, but you do, You never know. You got to get there first. Right. In 1994, the Canucks barely squeaked into the playoffs and did that. That wasn't like a team like 2011. Those guys barely made it and then fucking went on a run. You just got to get in. Right. 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 And we keep pumping it out, our guys, but injury bug, obviously, when you're missing your number one goalie, fuck, just mm-hmm. the worst luck for the Canucks. Yeah, right? yeah. The worst luck. Dude, let's uh, let's hit a few topics here. I have a few yeah. things written down that I want to get your <laughs> thoughts on. Of course, you know I love going beyond sports with you, man. Are you worried about protesters? the protesters? You want to hit the protesters? <laughs> All right, sure. Hit, hit, what, are you, what are your thoughts on the protesters? Oh, come on, fuck, come on. Okay, so what are they doing? They're burning tires now on the, like, what are you doing? Like, that's good for the environment? These fucking protesters go in there doing that? Right. And then this girl protester, uh, she's been like, she's like the spokesman of these protests going around here, like the ones that block Clark. Spokesperson. Right. Right. Talking about all the indigenous lands, this and that. She's not even indigenous. She's not even from Canada. And she's a paid... Fucking right. protester ramping up all our people here. Come on. I know. I, I, Come I, on. So a mutual friend of ours, Kyle, had mentioned something on Facebook, um, you know, a comment to one of the articles from CBC or whatever it was. And he, he's like, you know, why is she even here? Why like, is she here? What the hell's going on? This is bullshit. Like, and you know what? Look at our, our election. 
outside forces are in, having input on our election, and now this has all come to fruition because all these p- protests that are going on, they're paid by U.S. companies that are doing this. Mm. The Canadian government should have some balls and say, fuck you, mm. you're done. Get the fuck off the train tracks. I got to go to work. Get the fuck off the road. Right. Well, next right? time Trudeau's on the podcast, I'll fucking let him know. <laughs> like I get, I get, I get the, 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 uh, I'm not a green person, but I, I, I get it. We, we do, we need, can't chop down trees. We need these trees, right. To, to absorb all this carbon monoxide or whatever. Greenhouse gases. We got to, I'm totally on board for that, but it's got to be at a reasonable pace. You can't shut down the country and expect all of us just to drive fucking electric cars. Like I would love to, if I had 90 grand, I'll drive your fucking electrical car. And you know what I mean? Make sure that there's uh, ch- uh, charger stations all over the place. Right. But in due process, you know what I mean? Let's not shut down the economy. That's just screwing everyone. But what about honest Joe? That's got to feed three kids. Right. He's just trying to get to work. You're stopping this guy. What does that have to do with, you know, protest the gas company all you want. I'm with you. Protest the government. That's it. Don't block the fucking streets. Right. Right. What are you doing? I'll support you, but you're going to lose my fucking support. You do that. Now I just want to run your fucking ass over. Pulling shit like that. You're pulling shit like that. People, honest people just got to go pay their tax. We're paying our taxes going towards fucking your lazy ass to protest. You fucking scumbags. Bite the hand that feeds. Right. Mm -hmm. But you know what? If my kid's in the car and there's an emergency, I'll run the fuckers over. Mm -hmm. I don't care if there's an emergency. I got my kid in the back car. Get the fuck out of the way. Oh, totally. You know what I mean? I'll run you. I got a little Hyundai Veloster. Fuck it. I'll probably damage the car. (laughs) (laughs) But still, as long as you get a piece of their ass, those yeah. fucks. Make sure you're uh, vo- volume 12 <laughs> as you're like plowing through, right? Love your earth. We're still, we still love our earth. Coronavirus. Wow. That, that's a. Are you worried? Well, I, that's, that's, I make my kid wash his hands as soon as we get home. I've always been washed. I've been on washing my hands for years. I've taken the SkyTrain lots of times. People are touching the pole. Yep. You know what I mean? The people didn't wash their hands after they took a dump and then they get on the SkyTrain and they're touching the pole. I'm not touching that fucking pole. No. Right. So coronavirus is, is just that. Man. And then they put their hands yeah. in their face, yeah, you're touching rub your face. their eyes. Like, yeah. how did I get pink eye? Oh. Well, the masks, if they want to wear the mask, I'm not opposed to it because I guess if he coughed, are you going to get this thing? If you're near so if, if you're near the person at direct cough, so yeah, I get, I get the mask. Am I going to wear one? I'm not going to wear that fucking mask. You see that lady had the, uh, the, the bottle, the water bottle over her head. No, I didn't and see the that. And the kid, yeah, had a fucking mm. water bottle that was sealed up. Wow. Yeah. And her little kid, <laughs> like dramatic. So, so she wears that like all the time? Well, like 24 This was a picture. She was on the train. I don't know if it was here. It was somewhere. <laughs> But yeah, that, that looked, uh, but yeah, you got if you got oh kids, you always God. worry about that stuff. There's so many illnesses. I've seen so many illnesses just from bringing my kid home from school. Right. He wasn't sick when we went there. Right. He goes to bed early. We feed him. We're playing and fucking wham, he's sick. He got that from school. So this shit spreads like wildfire. So right. look at Japan. They're closing schools there. They ain't taking no chance. Right. That's right. But it's concerning. Hopefully the government's doing something. Yeah. I think that, uh, even some bands are stopping from their tours in Asia and Big stuff. Time. And Green Day, yep. I think was the, yep. the band for that. And, uh, you can't blame them though, really. Like, you know, well, but where, at the same where, time, where like, this, where did this man. come from? Like, like there was a story that people are eating bats and eating all sorts of weird stuff. Like some of these, I guess in China, Right where they, they have their markets. Their open where they market sell, and stuff. They actually sell animals. They sell animal, live animals live that animals. they can butcher right there for right. you. So it's fresh, right. right? So you got all that contamination that's not being cleaned up. Right. And eating, like who the fuck eats bats? Like there's some weird shit over there. Like. Right. Fuck. <laughs> right. But, but you know what I mean? Like it's that kind of, you know, poor hygiene. 
Right. And shit just spreads like wildfire. But I, I heard in Korea there was a there was a fellow. I'm not sure if it was South Korea or North Korea. I'm pretty sure it was probably North Korea. Mm-hmm. I guess a, a fellow was on quarantine in his house, mandatory quarantine. He he had the COVID virus, whatever. He went to the store. He had to get some milk or something. They shot him dead. Wow. Yeah, for leaving. So that's how seriously take it over there. Sounds north. Right? <laughs> How's your uh, shoulder, man? Yeah, the shoulders. With the uh, surgery? Yeah, yeah. The big, big, okay. major, major, first major surgery I've ever had. And the, and the Coles notes of the, of the reason why you had to get this surgery? Was I was uh, trying to avoid a shooter who was at my workplace shooting a trainee I was training. And had to run for my life away from this guy. And we just kind of tripped. A couple of us were right beside where the shooter was. All of a sudden, gunshots started going off. Holy fuck. Pulls up in a car. Well, just, out. well, we didn't even see him get out of the car. All of a sudden he was right beside me, like two feet just away there. and he was shooting the guy. And now I, I heard the gunshot first and looked over. Wow. So holy fuck. You're, you, when you're a parent, it's different kids. If you're out there, teenager, you don't got kids. When you have kids, you'll know what that feeling's like to run for your life because you got a kid. You got to make sure you live for that kid. Right. I was expecting to get hit in the fucking back as I'm running. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because that, that's scary. Because at the time we didn't know if it was a like it turned out it was some gangster, uh, somebody I don't know who it was, but I guess there was some like an issue. assigned actual. Yeah, like, that came to the job site at nine in the morning against the guy we were training that we had wow. no idea, right? So running for your life, we tripped. It was like a comedy of errors, like always in general construction, all that. They tell you practice good housekeeping. Yeah, yeah. Because in an event emergency, tripping over a box or whatever. That could not be more true. We did not have good housekeeping practices. There was fucking bars there. The tri- of course, when you're running, you're looking behind you and you're going hundred miles. Like I was going fucking Mach nine yeah, running away. Like not right? looking at Trying to get for cover around this, this little path. Right. And I tripped over this fellow going Mach nine right into a fence. So my arm went through the, like the, the changeling fence and ripped out the socket on my fucking shoulder and I ran around the corner, but I got free, but yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, and of course. So now that's why the surgery. That's why the surgery. There you go. Oof. <laughs> but I'm on You're the mend. Close. You're close though. I'm on the mend. Good. Good. Did you read that Rex Brown is saying, sure, I'd be into a, a Pantera Yeah. hundred percent like, against this. Don't like, do this. The Abbott brothers aren't even alive They're not anymore. even here. Come on. That's it. No more Pantera. It's gone. You can't. You don't have Dimebag Daryl. You don't have Vinnie Paul. Done. That's exactly how I feel too. That's it, these idiots like Rex. He's just, they're probably, they're probably a little loyal on cash Rex because he, he doesn't get all the songwriting royalties as the other guys got. Right. Well, you'll see. And it's all about money. Stuff, right. So of course it would he, be about money. he will yeah. want, he wants to get those sales going up again. So he gets more. Right. So that's why he would be into it. But right. To honor Dime's memory, just do like these tribute shows, not as Pantera, do it as a, like this uh, Dime Bash. Right. That's the great. Dime Bash is awesome. Look, look, look yeah. how many wicked musicians come together totally. and play. It's yeah. awesome. It's for Dime, but it's for the brother too, Vinny. Right. Because they're such amazing people and like, the greatest fucking musicians ever. Of course. Right. But to, to do this, I'm, I'm against it. I don't care what Dimebag's old lady says. That, that's, it's an, I, re, I remember Pantera seen five times. Don't damage that legacy. Right? Zach's awesome. I love Zach. But were, were you on board when Vinnie Paul was still No, alive? still wasn't still on board. Not, still was not on board still. because I was still with Vinny. Vinny was dead set against it because you can't call it a, a, a reunion without all the original members. 
Well, they're, calling it, they're not calling it a reunion, though. They're calling it a tribute. Well, it's still if they were to do something yeah, now. That's that's what they were trying to call it. But they're still using Pantera as the right. You know the 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 big phrase to get everyone all hyped up, right? Right. Which is I, I don't I I'm against it. I'm against it. Also, I would say do the dime, do dime bash stuff. Do, uh, a separate just tribute show where you're going to get together. Throw some other guys in there, like the Scott Ian's. Get all the buddies. Kerry King, fucking Kerry King, man. Get right. him down there. Right. He's fucking awesome. Hmm. Slayer, we love you. <laughs> awesome. You know, I have uh, Dave Lombardo, oddly enough. Awesome. Is on the same week that you're on. Dude, that's awesome. Dave Lombardo, a former, course, oh, yeah, former right. Slayer drummer. He's the Suicidal Tendencies, yeah. the Misfits. Dude, I love that guy. Uh, Dude, Dead man. Cross. Dude, when I saw Slayer, when the Slayer did a couple of special shows in like the early 2000s at the Commodore... Was fucking awesome, dude. Like, wow. The original Slayer, that was Dave Lombardo on the drums there, too. It was fucking awesome, dude. I like, bet. that sound like Slayer, if you're in a big arena and you don't know their songs, it's going to kind of sound like shit if you don't know those songs. But as a fan and you know all the songs and see how they sound so, because the Commodore can get fucking loud, too. Oh, yeah. But Small it was room. so overpowering and Dave Lombardo was awesome and fuck, man. Yeah. It was just so awesome. Well, we saw that Slayer show together. We saw that uh, Slayer show, yeah. A while ago, yeah. probably 10 yeah. years back, yeah. but uh, that, was, <laughs> that was pretty <laughs> drunk. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good night. Yeah. Um, oh, the Rage Against the Machine uh, tour. With yeah, Ru- I guess it with was. Run the Jewels. What did you think about like when they announced the ticket prices were like a buck 70 or whatever it was? Any seat in the house, whether yeah. it was on the floor or in the nosebleeds. Well, and then of course sure they go wildly beyond that, and you know, then suddenly some of the money's going to charities in yeah. different cities and whatever else. Yeah, and that I, I like that exp- explanation that they give that they did this on purpose, right? To give raise money for charities, how could you fault them? That's that's still pretty cool. You know what? If I want to go see a band like Rage Against Machine, their status, I'll pay the money. I'm a fan. Totally. They might be a little high, but that's what you do. You know that you, your favorite bands look at Dimebag Daryl. You don't take guys like that for granted. All of a sudden, they could be gone, mm-hmm. right? You go see them. The Ozzy Osbournes, Metallica. You go because you never know when all of a sudden, boom, they're fucking gone, and there's no more of those guys, mm-hmm. right? So I would pay it. I like Rage Against Machine, and to raise money, like how admirable about those guys to to do something to like do that. that. That's cool, man. Totally. I love that kind of stuff. And, and no, no, even if they didn't do that. They're still worth the ticket. They're still price. worth the ticket. They are, you know what, people, and there's a demand for it. People are obviously yes. interested. So instead of bitching about it, pay the fucking money and go. You'll enjoy it. They've kept relevant, even though yes, the the, the you know they haven't done anything they as that yeah. project. Yeah. But you know, like the 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 engine of that band with Chris Cornell was Audio Slave. Yeah. yeah. So they've remained relevant, right? Yeah. And like, can you think of another band that you would rather see reunite than Rage Against the Machine, like rock genre? That's probably that's that's probably the only one. Like, you know what I mean? Because it was it was it was needed now. There's there's a demand for it, and, and they're just a killer. They're a killer group. Like if you put Rage Against Machine against Audio Slave, and it's not even a match. Like I like Audio Slave, but Rage Against Machine just demolishes them. It's just so Zach is just a, such a powerful you know frontman and singer that at that time yeah. when they first came out, it was like, what the fuck's this about? Who this is crazy. They're angry, this, but man? it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Right? It's angry shit, but fuck, it's it's got a nice groove so to it. Oh, good, right? right? So a lot of times, even when I'm playing bass, most of my bass, if I'm just practicing, most of it's just Rage Against Machine. Nice. When I play bass. Yeah. I'll just do bass machine. Revolver. Always revolver. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I think that it's worth the It's worth the ticket. People are just bitching just I didn't get the ticket. 
I could have went the ticket. I can afford the ticket. I just didn't yeah. get the ticket. Yeah. But I would go. I would. And Tool I'm is not... coming. I know that you're not a huge fan of Tool. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> well, Tool... The barrier, the tool, the, the band, I definitely like the band. <laughs> they, the band is cool. Very original. I'm just not a fan. That's yeah. all. Yeah. Right? Well said. That's the political... That's but the political I do... I do like... Uh, what was that song I would practice on the bass? Usually some From Tool, tool? every now and then. 46 and 2? Yeah. Good yeah, song. I think that was the one. Yeah. yeah. So I usually... 46 we'll, we'll and 2, that. just ahead of me. Yeah, because that Justin Chancellor, yeah. that guy, original, like wow. you could tell. Yeah, just like Zach Wilde. Zach Wilde, when he does his little pinch harmonics, you know it's Zach Wilde. Right. Justin Chancellor gets the bass. You know that that's him right. way before Danny Carey. Right. Danny Carey's just going with him. But you hear that bass sound. What was that schism? Yeah. You fucking hear that. You know it's Did true. Ding, ding, he didn't even know. As soon as they really put, play the first chord, the first three bars of that song, it's, oh, it's, it's like, cool. boom, it's Tool, right away. You know, which, so not many, which not many bands have. Which not many bands have. That's yep. why they're super original. I just think yep. if they had a meaner singer, like a crazier singer, I, they would have been fucking huge. Monsters. Yeah, yeah. even though they're huge. I mean, they're huge like, now. They'd be like yeah. Metallica. I hear, right? I hear what you're saying. Because they do got some powerful riffs. I don't, I don't know if I've ever asked you, what's your first concert? First concert was uh, Motley Crue and Tesla. Nice. Uh, June 1990, June 1990, June 9th, 1990. You know the actual date. I know the actual date. That changed my life. That's how Mr. Tequila became a guitar player was. Came back from that show and said, I want to do that. <laughs> who who was it? Was it Mick Mars or was well, it? Well, uh, I always wanted to be Tommy Lee. Like Tommy ever since Lee? Shout of the Devil, when Tommy Lee was flipping those sticks, we I was I thought it was Tommy Lee for all those years. But then it's like, okay, all of a sudden, fuck, I just threw it out there. I got to get a guitar of Christmas and Santa brought me one. And yeah, that was fucking killer. That was probably like back then. That was nice. It was packed, sold out show. Tesla was really cool, but obviously we we're there for the crew, right? Yeah. So many fights. That was the most fights I've ever seen. Cause Friday night, Vancouver, 1990 was a fucking huge. Where? In Vancouver. What venue? I mean? Uh, Pacific Coliseum. Oh. That was like the big, it was the fucking thing. Kids were just getting out of school. Fuck it. It was like the, the total mm -hmm. party of the fucking weekend. Yeah. So many fights, man. I couldn't believe it. And I was only like, fuck, what was I like 10, 13 years old? No, yeah. 13 years old. Mm. And we went down, had to go down with Molder brother. It was just so awesome, man. Tommy <laughs> Lee's drum solo in the ceiling. Yeah. yeah. It changed my life, man. Like, I think I'll have some of that. Yeah. 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 Well, and then you look good, at it, good you look, for show, man. You look at wow. people reflecting, oh, they terminated that contract. And it was like, you could do, that's just, you want to do that. As soon as that movie came out, the dirt, yeah. you knew that they were going to do something, right? Like, yeah. let's go cash out one more time. Cause we got to help Mick Mars. Well, of course. They, yes. Because he's broke. When they signed that, let's be honest. When they signed that, they weren't going to ever play as Motley Crue again. Like yeah. we all, as fans, we all knew like bullshit. Well, it's like, it's we like all the, knew that. It's like the Slayer thing. Slayer didn't say that they were, and Slayer said they were ending touring. They're still a band. They're still probably going to make music. They're just not going to tour. Right. Motley Crue said the same thing, but we're just going to sign an agreement that we can all, there's a, probably an out clause that we can make it look fancy and then have the dirt come out and generate some interest and then we can charge $300 tickets. Exactly. Right? And that's, you know, I think that, what and did it's I perfect, read? Perfect marketing ploy. Perfect that, marketing. Like, they're making like million. Yeah, three million Martin a show. Crew's making three, millions three million. a show. Yeah, three million per show. Three million. Yeah. And what do you think of the Chuck D and uh, Flavor Flav? Flavor Flav got the boot yeah, from I Public heard Enemy. Yeah, what, what happened with that now? Like, well, so how can you actually, have Public Enemy without Flavor Flav? Like, that's another... 
Well, you I think need, that he... You uh, need, like Chuck D, obviously, he, the, yeah. I'm just going back to Chuck awesome. D's um, Twitter uh, page here to... Did you ever watch that Flavor Flav show with that uh, Bridget, uh, what was her name there, Rocky IV, uh, Rocky IV Bridget, what's her face, the Russian broad? You ever see that uh, show with Flavor Flav, <laughs> that girl? Oh, oh wow. yes, Bridget uh, Nielsen. Bridget Nielsen, yeah, that's yeah, her. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but uh, yeah, Chuck yeah. D's uh, latest tweet on the on the issue says, uh, I, I wouldn't have Public Enemy without Flavor. However, I'll park it in the driveway, take off the plates, wait to re-register it when it's running right, and drive the smart car called Enemy Radio. That's his new project. Um, then we can expect your public enemy support when that vehicle's uh, right and ready. So yeah, I so guess it might not be like complete. Done. Yeah, well, I, I, what I heard is that he he's he probably done for a bit. He's going to do his yeah, project. He's, he's maybe like come you back. know you got a year, buddy. Like yeah. fucking collect your shit. Yeah, like get right. Yeah, stop fucking suing me. Yeah, and yeah, uh, what's that about? Like yeah, manage him, your fucking money. Multiple times, apparently, yeah. he sued him now too. Yeah. It's like fuck, dude. Really, I don't want to be in a band with you. Yeah. Like, you know, you know what you're going to get. It's yeah. not like you're, why is this a surprise that, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. you're making the money that you agreed upon, you know? I don't get why don't people get would shit, go through man. all that and then still come and sue. It's wrong. I, I, I know, dude. Uh, thoughts on Ozzy Osbourne and uh, his, well, apparently his new solo record is the first time he's ever topped the, the, the Billboard chart. Yeah, it's kind of, well, Which he does cool. He does have some help. He's got that Post Malone guy who's fucking yeah. huge. Post Malone's like, massive. Massive. So he's got a lot of followers. So done multiple songs now together. Yeah. And he, if you think about it, like he looks kind of freaky. Like, I don't mind. Like I'm Post not a fan. Him. I don't mind him. I, don't I mind could tolerate him. Anybody who plays with Ozzy, like that's cool. You yeah. know what I mean? As long as it's not like Michael Bolton and Ozzy. We, that would know, be quite the interesting. Be, but did you hear the yeah. Elton John with, uh, with Ozzy? That was actually not bad. <laughs> I wasn't a fan. Hey, well, Dude, I would, I went, like, I just went and saw Elton John a little while ago and oh, that was actually, incredible, that bet. was actually a fucking good yeah, concert. I man. would love to see him live. I, I wasn't a fan of the, uh, that biography. I can't remember what it's called. Um, what was the Elton John uh, movie that they did? Um, oh, I don't, I don't know. Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. No, that's oh, yeah, not yeah, it. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's yeah, the movie though. Like yes, yeah. Whatever it was. Or like the yeah. album. Yeah. What the fuck? Why am I blanking on that? But I, I wasn't a fan of that. I thought it was all right, but. But he like. We all of a sudden had uh, box seats land and us like with like two hours notice. Hey, you want to go to Elton John box? Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Man, dude, I didn't know. Like I, I always know my parents, obviously he grew up listening to all this stuff, right? That's how old I am. Right. But you know the songs, yeah. you yeah. know what I mean? When you go there, you're not like a huge fan, but you know every word to every song. It was like, wow, I know his whole catalog here. And it, like, fuck, he was good. Whole catalog. One guy with a piano. Doing, crushing shit crushing it and the whole he's got 20,000 people it, just eating out of his hand and like with a piano what is he 75 75 yeah and it's pretty cool that he give a shout out to uh who do you give a shout out to white cap uh, jay demerit oh yeah that that's right. actually yes. cool man well, jay demerit yes. uh, he, uh, elton john owns he's doing something with the team yes or co-owns something. one of the teams that was uh when jay demerit was playing over in uh, yes. in europe and he's made that connection he totally and, thanked jay demerit yeah there. well you know when jay was here sitting in the in your chair in the chair you're yeah. sitting in uh, he'd mentioned that and the, the first time that he ever met Elton John, he was just wearing a towel or whatever Yeah, in the, you know, the, after a game or whatever and came down and he was like, holy fuck, there's Elton John. Hey man, what's going on? I had like, had no idea that, uh, you know, Elton wow. was part of the team or whatever. And 
Yeah, pretty cool, That's man. Cool. Yeah. But yeah, total class act guy. Like, how, how can you not admire uh, Elton John yeah. for all the work he does for AIDS and all totally. sorts of stuff? Homeless people, he's, yeah. he's a good guy. I love him. And yeah. again, like with Ozzy, these are people you got to go see. You know, they're not going to be around. How much longer well, Ozzy I mean, Osbourne got? Come on. You, Rolling Stones, a good, perfect example. I'm not going to the show, right. but. I'm not going either. You got, if you're a diehard fan, you you're gonna, go. it's so different. Metallica, go, if they're that like, age, I'll still go because I, I don't know if I'm going to see them again. Right. right? Rolling totally. Stones, they just never were my cup of tea. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm a, I'm I know, a fan, but. I know girls that were super hot when we were younger that now look like the Rolling Stones. So, <laughs> <laughs> so A, watch what you do. Don't drink women. Don't drink hard whiskey because you'll look like the Rolling Stones oh when you're in your 40s. Um, how about Aerosmith? And that whole oh, Joey Kramer hey, debacle. Yeah. You know what? Like, just I'll tell you a story that? about Black Sabbath with Bill Ward, because it was similar with Bill Ward, similar That's things. That's right. With Bill Ward, he, I saw him in 1999 with Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath Pantera. That was the best show I've ever seen. Wow. But he could barely, like he was doing it, but he wasn't doing it exactly like the, the recording. Right. And you could tell he's something like, it was still awesome, but you could tell it was, it was different. Like he was just barely keeping up. Wow. Right. That was 1999. Okay. So again, with this Joey Kramer, he's been good all the time. All of a sudden he can't play to the click. It's, it's not Aerosmith's fault. If you can't play to the click, you can't play. And that's just all there is to it. Right. Mm. Bon Jovi, bass player, longtime bass player. All of a sudden, Tico Torres? Tico Torres or whatever his name is, just couldn't play the note and boom, he was done. You just can't, you can't have mistakes when you're in front of fucking, you know, well, the Grammys, what, millions of people, you got to fucking nail that song. Right. Right. Like you have to, if you it. can't nail it, you can't play. That's the, wow. that's, that's the way it's got to be. Cutthroat. Well, it would hurt. It would hurt. But if it's so bad, go practice. You know what I mean? Like sometimes like once you get out of your rhythm, like even Kerry King, he had a mistake at the, the last tour there song he's played like probably 300 times all of a sudden he just couldn't play it and they just skipped the song like sometimes you just have a brain fart you know yeah. try not to smoke too much weed <laughs> but sometimes that kind of stuff happens right did you ever uh did you ever uh, see that aaron hernandez uh document yeah uh, that was fucked Net- dude Netflix, yeah wow. Wow. wow 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 if you haven't seen that aaron hernandez documentary that on football netflix player that, uh, is wow in jail from fucking like, that is one sick scary story about how the, the guy has killed double murder right and still played a full season professional nfl football like it was nothing yeah and then they go back and see that he had been doing this all through college too. Holy. Imagine if that was one of our Vancouver Canucks. Right. That would just be right. like, holy fuck. That's what? how big that stuff is down there for our Canucks. That's how it would be. Like, right. If all of a sudden Bo Horvat. Right. Right. And equal, like a good player. A good this player. Because he's a star player. Really good player. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Imagine that. Guys. So suddenly whole with the fucking city would be like yes. rocked. Bo, Bo Horvat murdered his rocked. mom and dad in yeah. the hotel. Holy fuck. The city. It's just. Well, that's a really bad. Wow. We, we could take that one right out of context. Eh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're just joining us. You know, yeah. Bo didn't kill anybody. This is just a. Hypothetical. Hypothetically. Yeah. Yeah. But that um, cra- crazy stuff, man. It is crazy. Well, and that it goes back crazy. to a little bit. And I kind of believe that because you look at OJ Simpson. OJ Simpson killed his wife. He did that. For sure he did that. But look, the brain injuries from concussions and steroid abuse and who knows what else, the coke they're doing. A lot of this shit fucks the brain up. A lot of these guys, when they get out of it, they're football players. Like this is this. We're starting to notice a trend here with the CTE. Right. Right. OJ Simpson, fuck, he's still alive, but I'm pretty sure oh, yeah. he had taken lots of knocks to the head when he was a running back. Right. 
Right. And look at all these other guys that have committed suicide. Like, man, that's that's scary. No wonder people aren't putting their kids in football. I'll tell you that much, right? Because that starts right from Hernandez. That could have happened when he was a kid. Played football since he was like 10 years old. Right. Right? The odd couple knocks where you go, I remember complaining to my parents when I had a concussion and they just said, oh, just walk it off. I didn't know it was a concussion until I got right. older and knew what a concussion was. Like all stars and shit. Yeah, and, and they're just telling like... me, ah, oh, it's nothing, right? Yeah. Uh, fucking DEFCON 3, I should have been in the fucking hospital. My parents told me to walk it walk off. Walk it off. Holy yeah. fuck. Go cut a cord of l- lumber over there and <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah, talk so... to us in a half hour. And it's all the same, still even in the NHL, game seven, you got to go play, you're hurt, and you they'll just give you the shot. They'll still do that today. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, fuck yeah. It's, the game's more important. The game's a business, right? Yeah. So big time. Players are just pawns and just expendable. You know what I mean? Just, you come in, you're gone and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a crazy world, right? Crazy world, man. Crazy save world. your money. But yeah. I know for sure my save kid. Save your money. Yeah, save your money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'll be putting my kid in football. I want him to play hockey, lacrosse, shit like that. But it looks like he's excelling at soccer a little bit, which is uh, mm. rare. Right but I'm trying to get him going to lacrosse and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to get them into the music a little bit more and stuff too. So, are you? Yeah. 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 I force yeah. my kids on that as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. I want my own dime back Daryl to go and get groupies and get slots every night. I want them to have that kind of life. Right. right. Well, you know, you can dream, right? Well, you can go. Shoot well, you stars. got that at school too. You got that in college too, at university. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's all, all the same. It's, it's all a great same. life. Kids it's gonna lead, lead a pretty good life yeah. when coming up. I miss like those days. Yeah. Yeah. Those were pretty good days, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where you could just drink your face <laughs> off and just go to work, no problem, no hungover. Oh my god. Dude, yeah, now I drink now. now. If I could go on a Kroger night, I'm hungover for about a fucking year after about that. Holy fuck. Yeah, come to a come to a podcast night and you'll be like, the next day is a write-off. It's a write-off. Like <laughs> I closed the place down like 3.30. I was like, all right, well, it's probably had. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I've got a good little group of people. All Everybody's still drinking and having a good time and shit. So it's not like I'm there by that myself. That was a fucking okay. wicked Southern Death Threat concert. Though, that was, fucking, dude, that was. Before Christmas, that was a nice fantastic. little treat, man. That was awesome. Good crowd. Yeah, it was a great crowd. Good, good, good bands. Good bands all around, yeah. man. Fuck, everybody had yeah, a great everyone time there. Yeah, everyone kicked ass. Yeah. Yeah. Crankshaft, really cool. those guys kick ass. I like those guys. Yeah. Good boys. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to hit, man, before we wrap no, this up? No, no, it's been good, man. Like I said, the Canucks, we just, uh, no panicking yet. We're uh, we're making a comeback. The Toddcast Podcast on ToddHancock.ca. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.